Welcome into the official. Of course, we have a great show for you this week. And, you know, it's really important because now we have real football to talk about. All summer, we've gone over the 2024 class. We've talked about their junior tape. We've talked about their athleticism. We've talked about what we think could happen in their senior year. Many of these guys are committed. That is the trend now. People are committing before the football season starts for their senior year. And then, you know, because they're early signing days in December and they, they can't really be taking visits and all that. So they mostly have all the information they need, most players. And so we're talking about committed guys most of the time. Um, but we have their real senior uh, games and new tape to talk about. And that's what we're going to be doing tonight. So 2024 class, fresh off the press, week one information. That is what we're going to go over. Matt and David have done some digging. We've got film to show you. So stick around. Uh, and uh, we'll get into it. This is The Official. gang's all here and i'm excited i think this is going to be a very fun show because we actually for once have like breaking fresh game tape to talk about um and so matt david thank you so much for digging all this up and we got a nice uh, i mean we got like 15 clips we got 15 players to talk about who are already I don't know. I figure they're probably all doing good stuff. Maybe there's some negative stuff. I'm not really yeah, sure. There's but already a few doing... mad ones. Okay, some mad, some guys doing mad, some guys doing great. But um, I think this will end up being a, a show that pushes our normal time limit. So let's go ahead and get into it after. Of course, I have to plug homefieldapparel.com. Um, I'm not wearing one of their shirts tonight, but I've got about 10 to 15. I wear them to work out in. They're very comfortable. Um, and you know, anywhere from Colorado School of Mines merch all the way to Georgia and Alabama merch and every school in between. They have kind of retro style, very soft, comfortable T-shirts, sweatpants, hats, hoodies, all the stuff, any school you want. And basically, I just buy stuff from schools I think are cool, not even necessarily rooting interest, but just good looking stuff. Um, and if you're a fan of college football, college sports in general, you're going to want to go check them out. Homefieldapparel.com. And if you're a first time buyer, Campus to Canton is your promo code to get 15% off that purchase. And then finally, uh, don't forget to check out campustocanton.com, our parent website. We've got all the resources you need, rankings, interactive tools, uh, um, other um articles and stuff to get you ready for either the college side of your fantasy league, your C2C league, or your NFL dynasty. All of it is included starting at two ninety nine per month. Okay. Uh, now that's else. out of the way. We should yeah, probably go say ahead. this. Our uh, 2024 rankings just dropped uh, last Thursday. That's right. Think, if you missed. You know, we talked about it a ton or anything, but fresh. We down. actually didn't. We talked about it on the live show, but of course that was a live show. And I don't know how many of you maybe tuned in, but we, yes, we, uh, we have dropped our 2024 initial rankings. Um, should be, I think most people uh, had about 75 to 80 players ranked. I know Matt has more, but uh, in terms of actually graded with the composite, our initial rankings are up. So excited about that. Just in time for week one, 
which took place for the most part last week. Um, and I figure we can go through these guys in a rough alphabetical. I kind of did it on the fly here. There may be some that aren't exactly alphabetical, but, you know, starting off with Chauncey Bowens, he's the kind of the second running back who's committed to Georgia um, behind Nate Frazier. Or, yeah. Um, and then, uh, interestingly enough, Branton Robinson, news came out today, 2023 or 2022 running back. Uh, Torres patellar tendon. And I am not a Twitter doctor. I'm not a physical therapist, but I think that's really bad. Like he'll definitely miss 2023 football season. I would be hesitant to think he will like play at a high level again. I mean, it, that's just extremely difficult to recover from. So the Georgia depth chart may have lost a, a contributor for the foreseeable future, even into 2024. With that being said, Chauncey Bowens, what happened, Matt? Take us through it. I'm going to roll the clip and talk to us what he did week one. Uh, yeah, I didn't really uh, get to check the stat line. It's not uh, available yet, but uh, just in one half, we know he had about 200 rushing yards and a couple touchdowns. I don't know exactly the quality of competition here. Uh, you know, I don't think he plays the highest level of uh, ball currently, but... I mean, he looks considerably smoother to me here on tape than he has in the past. I think a large part of what's keeping his grade down for me was uh, the change of direction, and he's definitely showing that uh, a lot more on this tape, enough so that I gave him you know, a significant bump in my grades. Wow. And, uh, I, I'm starting to actually, you know, if he keeps up performances like this, uh, he could definitely end up with a higher grade than Frazier. At the moment, they're very close now. Because, but... I, I had him, you know, uh, I think uh, the five-point scale, I had him at about a one for uh, change of direction in our grading sheets. And, uh, you know, I gave him a significant bump here because he's actually showing, you know, he's making nice cuts. He looks fluid there. I'm not really sure what happened there athletically. Maybe he switched tra trainers, maybe, you know, something. But he looks a lot better in that aspect to me, and that was my biggest weakness with him. So... Uh, I feel like if he keeps up performances like this, he's just only going to keep rising in my rankings. Okay. I think this is interesting. He says he might even surpass Nate Frazier, which we know, <clears throat> or Daniel Frazier, which we know Matt's not the biggest Frazier fan. Uh, but, David, you have been a little bit more on my wavelength with Frazier. We both kind of like him. Uh, did Bowens do anything to in the way that he did for Matt, where you're significantly kind of altering your position on, on Bowens after that? Yeah, I definitely agree that he, he moves much better. Um, I gave him really low marks because that's like a really bad one for me. If you're a stiff running back, I just I, – it's hard. Even though he's like – I know he's a workout warrior. Uh, yeah, really strong and all that. And he can just plow through people and stuff. But there's only so much ceiling, I feel like, if you're stiff. And this actually happened uh, – was it last class? with Judkins or is that two, mm. two classes ago with Judkins where I thought he looked stiff on junior tape. And then I watched him again on senior tape and he looked looser to me. I ended up moving him. I think I had him running back like 23 as a junior. And I moved him up to like running back eight or somewhere in the top 10. But so it does happen. Um, yeah. I don't know exactly why it happens. Maybe it's a yeah, different training thing. Maybe he's doing some yoga or something. I have no idea, but he, he looked, he looked more flexible. Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I wonder if in talking to coaches, like who knows? I mean, he 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 um he had committed to Florida and then he committed to Georgia, 
And, you know, through all this communication, this is completely like out of left field, but you know, what if when they talk to these colleges, they get a real plan of, Hey, I need you to work on X, Y, and Z. And then we'll offer, or we want to offer you now, but you have to commit to a certain training plan or work on flexibility or whatever. I mean, they're having so many more touch points during that junior year and junior off season, probably than they ever did before. Now, I don't know what can go on in those meetings and things like that, but it is interesting to see some specific holes in their game. Obviously other people saw that and he worked on it and we're seeing some dividends there. Okay. Going to Colin Hurley, much ballyhooed uh, reclassification, one of the youngest quarterbacks in the class. And uh, we'll throw it to David Person. We've had a lot of issues with quarterbacks in the 2024 class. But what did Colin Hurley do this week? And do you like him? We got a big long clip, but we'll just go until you're until you're done. Oh wait a minute, that's got some sound. Yeah, so I might have forgotten to mute that one. That's okay. Alfred, if we're going to edit this part out, do you have the uh, yeah. the doc open? Yes, I can. Yeah, we'll edit this part out at this because point. Because anyway. I have like a lot more just random notes on guys we don't have videos on. I okay. I checked it out. Um, did you send it? Is it the normal doc? No, I put it in the chat along with the Okay, videos. let's Here, see. I'll put it in this group chat. I got it. I got it. I'm I sure. It. I saw only one person was logged onto the page. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, cool. That's good too. Um, but most of these, you know, don't have videos. It's just quick, you know, say their stat line and move on. Well, for Hurley, I don't know how to mute this video. So um, we can just talk I, we about don't it. Even, we don't even need to show the video for him, honestly. Okay. All right. I mean, we have and a by lot the way, just do. so I know, like, David, are you, are you guys both pretty fine talking about anybody, or is there specific guys that one of you knew more about or something? I don't want to throw it to somebody like, I don't have that. anything to say. I can figure it kind out. of read off things, and I pretty much know most of this stuff, yeah. Okay, I figured. I figured. I know you guys talk and stuff during the week. So, all right, this is all coming out, but that's okay. And we'll just go Colin Hurley, and we're not going to play the video because um, that's too much, too loud. Um, all right, so actually, you can just start talking, and I'll edit it on the other side. So I'll even throw it to you. Yeah, so Colin Hurley, one of the youngest players in the class, um, he had a, a really good start to the season. Um, obviously, he had a lot of growth and showed a lot of promise during the summer as a Elite 11 finalist, but he was um, he played a pretty solid team in Florida, uh, was 10 for 12 with 199 yards and three touchdowns, only played the first half. You know, they dominated him, but it's just ultra efficient. Uh, probably has the strongest arm in the class as well, so... I'm looking for a, a you know a big year for him. Wow, we think strongest arm in the class. That's saying something. Uh, I do like his release as well, for what it's worth. It's very quick. I just wish he ran a little bit. You know, I like that. Um, all right, we'll alternate back and forth here. Matt Dayday Farmer. Um, yeah, this is actually yeah. Um, I guess I, I forgot to mute some of them. That's I'll okay. If they, if they show Twitter. up. Yeah, if they show up with sound, we'll just edit them out. That's okay. Um, go ahead. Uh, yeah, this was just a really nice highlight play that he showed. I, I don't have his official stat lines or anything, but he basically just shakes out the entire field of uh, 
guys running around. Okay. All right. Well, maybe we. All right. We could skip so, him. I didn't even end up keeping him on the. Uh, on the show okay. sheet. All right. Uh, All right. So we'll go a back to the one. Yeah, it's okay. I'm hoping um, the rest are muted. It's okay. But I, I mean, honestly don't know. You know, it all it happens. So, um, all right. So we'll go. All right. So a guy that I really like, um, and I know Austin's on 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 my side with this. I'm hoping to hear good news out of Week One from David Eziomume, running back headed to Clemson. Uh, Matt, tell us tell us some good news. I hope this wasn't one of the the meh performances of Week One. Uh, I. Kind of was. I mean, it wasn't a bad performance. This is a nice run here. Uh, and then he has another nice run to the outside. I, I feel like I just saw a lot of the same out of uh, Ezio Mume as I had in the past. Uh, this was his first, you know, full start as the starting running back for North Cobb. They didn't really rotate anybody else in, so there was that at least. Mm -hmm. uh, he had another touchdown they didn't show here. It was just nice off, like, you know, a, uh, like a six or seven yard sweep to the end zone. So a lot of good plays on the outside. I still haven't seen him do like uh, you know many evasive moves or you know anything non-linear. I feel like at this point he's still just a very much run straight ahead and then try to run straight through uh, whoever. So he's kind of like you'd like to see him do what Bowen showed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I would like, like to see. I, although I don't have it nearly as big of a concern you know with his lateral movement as I did with Bowen. I thought okay. Bowens was, you know, really off in there. I think Ezumume is fine there. I just don't think he excels. Uh, okay, that. yeah, he's kind of good at everything, not great at any one thing. Is what I'm is the vibe I'm getting. Um, all right, David, back to a quarterback here. Uh, Ethan Grunkmeyer looks like he had quite the day, um, which is exciting because he's carrying through what he did at Elite Eleven. Um, any thoughts on him? And is he going to need to move up my board? Is he moving up your board? Yeah, he's got a lot of momentum. He's he's definitely trickling up for me. I mean, he, he did really well. I think he was probably the biggest surprise at the Elite 11 this uh, this summer. But he just came out full force in this first game, ultra efficient. He was 27 for 34, 444 yards and four touchdowns. And also, which we love, he had 80 yards rushing and another touchdown. So I think he's um, an above-average athlete. He can do stuff with his feet. You can see him. He's, he's moving around. He's doing stuff off-platform. He's got a really good arm. I think he – so he has the same QB instructor, like private QB instructor as Drew Alara. This, there's, this guy's doing something right because he's turning mm – -hmm. He's turning a lot of these guys that are kind of like really off the radar and, and, getting, and getting them on the radar and getting – like offers and stuff. There's another guy going to Marshall that was like totally off the radar that he's been working with that, you know, obviously he's a G5 guy now, but he, he seems to be able to improve the, the velocity of a lot of these quarterbacks. So um, just, I don't know. He looks like a playmaker to me. So he's deaf, you know, he's obviously, he's not playing, uh, you know, super high level competition, but as long as he dominates, I'm good with that. Yeah, man, don't make me love you, Ethan Grunkmeyer, with 80 yards on the ground. Jeez, yeah. And he, he also he also has the second highest uh, ball score in this class from breakaway data. Which yeah, is I mean, combination of release time and velocity. Yeah. I'm really gonna have to think about him. He has really he has performed in all under the microscope. He's performing on the field, but you know, and uh, I think the big story with him at the Elite Eleven was just like easy velocity. 
Um, and then, you know, if he can run around two, make all the big throws, I mean, he's like, I do feel like we're kind of talking about Drew Alar again, two years later. Um, I know it's an easy comp, maybe a lazy comp because the QB coach, but like, and going to Penn State and all that. But like, man, this is, he's getting pretty interesting here. I think he could um, pretty easily beat out uh, Prabula and uh, Smolik too once he gets yeah, there. Yeah. I don't think it's I would really so. a super stacked room at the moment in terms of physical talent, at least. All right. Let's talk about Cam Davis. Is he still playing quarterback? Yep. You know it. All right, let's pull him on. Matt, talk to me. <laughs> uh, so he's still playing There's quarterback. There's no way to mute it. I don't maybe, think, not the video. Maybe pull, pull it up in your video player and then screen share it and mute the video. Could do that. Hold on. I think that's the only way around it. Sorry, next time I'll make sure I didn't mute. But this time I was pulling them off like a Twitter video downloader. Okay, so we got week capping. one. And then I'm going to try to go. This will just be a little more clunky, but I think I can get it done. So, um, Damn, sorry, sorry. I know you're going to have to edit this. Yeah, yeah, no. It'll be all right. Okay, so if I, I just need to pull it up screen share on my second screen. So um, let's see here. Okay. Da, 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 da. All right, and we're going to full screen that bad boy. And we're going to do present over here. And we're going to do share screen. Uh, this one. And then we're going to bring it up. Actually, it looks it looks nice. I mean, I like the presentation of this. Well, yeah, but... we get to see us now. All the videos on, please. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we go. Let's just talk about Cam Davis. And I already introduced it, so you can go now. Yeah, so we, we don't have his official stat line. Dave and I were going back and forth to this game while I was live. But uh, he had two really nice, uh, just lowering his shoulder, full-speed trucking into guys, which, is you know, he didn't show a ton of physicality in his tape last year. So it was definitely something that was good to see. This one especially, he just you know, oh. totally plows through the guys, listed upwards of, you know, 205, 210 pounds now. Uh yeah, he doesn't have the greatest athletic testing, you know, in our database at the moment. He's around 50th percentile, but I, I honestly just my eye tells me he's a bit better than that, and uh, I think eventually we'll get some better times out of him. Yeah, I mean, we do like him. He's got a lot of the building blocks that you'd want. Um, so since we have a bunch to go, we're, we are just going to be a little quick hitting with this. Um, but David, a guy that we have, look, I have been kind of unabashedly not on the jeremiah smith hype chain you've been i feel like a little bit more quietly skeptical but everybody says this guy's so 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 good what happened week one is he gonna be uh, is he gonna make me eat at least my words and i and i tried to force myself to bump him up on my rankings but you know to hedge a little bit but uh what did he do for shamanad madonna in week one I mean, pretty. He made some big plays as usual. Um, I don't have a stat line or anything, but um, he showed more speed. I thought with the clips that I saw. Um, you know, obviously he participated in track for the first time this past spring and put up some pretty good times in uh, the 200 meter and the hurdles. Um, so he definitely. I'm still not gonna. I'm still gonna push back on the Julio stuff, but I think he's a. I think the one thing I. I 
I haven't contextualized enough is the competition he's playing is like really, really good. And so that's just something I'm considering more. And sometimes it gets lost in translation when I, when I, when I watch tape. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I just feel like he's going to have a really big year and I'm just going to have to put my tail between my legs and take the L probably. Are these the highlights? <laughs> Yeah, I do agree. I think he's, he looked a little bit faster this uh, this game. Um, but, you know, that the separation's a little bit with him and Trader, the other guy on the same team, so we'll see. Um, I can talk a little bit about Mike Matthews uh, because I did see this play, and uh, we've talked about him on last week's episode as well, but this play is really beautiful. Takes a little slant, and you're going to just see some insane yak here. And body control, that little stop-and-go pretty incredible breaking through eh, arm tackles. I'm not here to say he's like a running back out there, but you know, breaking through some arm tackles. Um, and then this is, I guess, showing some uh, competitiveness or whatever. So, um, but yeah, that one play with made the Twitter rounds. Um, I bumped up Mike Matthews some, and I know, I think Austin still has some issues with flexibility and uh, thinks he's really linear, but I can see some body control with Mike Matthews, and that play was pretty fun this week um, as well. So we're going to try to find some more of these clips. I have to, like, uh, I have to, like, open up each one. So Julian's going to be next. And let me pull this over here. I'm just going to have to be better about transitioning in the next little bit here. All right, so uh, Matt, we'll go to you for Julian Sands. So, like Grunkmeyer, much more high-profile guy to begin with, but another guy who's just risen up all summer, both for us and I think in the eyes of most people, Alabama commit Julian Sand out of California. Matt, did he keep looking good this week? Yeah, he put in a, a pretty solid performance. 24 for 37, 190 yards, one touchdown. Uh, four carries, 27 yards, one rushing touchdown. So show a little bit more on the legs. I mean, his team blew them out. They, they, they won 30-6, to six, so I don't think he was too pressured to put up crazy numbers or anything. Uh, but again, just showing off his consistency, his uh, stable level of play. And uh, I think, is it the rushing play here? You'll see him shake somebody. He does fumble the ball into the end zone, but it was already, they, they ruled a touchdown because I think he flopped back on it at the end there. But uh, it, it was nice to see at least a little bit of uh, mobi mobility out of somebody that we've uh, considered pretty stiff in the past. Yeah, absolutely. He's not he's not one of these you know true dual threats. But if we can see some functional athleticism, I mean, we'll take it. All right, David, a guy that I haven't loved, Nykar, um, is a recruit. He's headed to Georgia. He's very, very fast. One thing that I had a beef with is like not a lot of yak ability, not a lot of creative uh, movement in the open field. But uh, what did he show for us week one? Oh, well, on. he had like a circus catch. Um, I don't know if we'll see it here. People are calling it the catch of the year so far. I know it's only been one oh. week, but that's pretty. pretty he is a he is he is a juxtaposition because. Uh, he has like really big hands and he actually plucks the ball quite a bit when I watch him. But then when you look at Matt's charting, he had like a 30% drop rate, which is insanely bad. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know how he caught that. Yeah. It's that a little is hard to see. bonkers. A little hard to see, but yeah, good adjustment in the air oh. there. With the yeah. So 
good good start for him, and he had um, six catches, 134 yards, and two TDs. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt he's dominant at the high school level. Um, you know, we'll see. Maybe uh, maybe that's hypercritical. He's going to Georgia. They need speed, you know, I think on the outside. So I think he'll have a role. Um, so that's good for him. But uh, we'll see if that, those hands really show up uh, in the future. So now we got Jarek Gibson, a running back we actually called who's a bust at some point. Uh, along the way, I think, just that he may not live up to being like RB1, RB2 in the class. But he's playing for IMG. They're going to get tons of opportunities down there and tons of high-profile games. So, Matt, what did Jarek do this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, he put up very, very good numbers. Uh, yeah, like you said, I, I'm not super high on him currently. Uh, I don't really think he showed anything in this game that's going to change my mind there. I mean, IMG talent-wise is just so far ahead of you know, a lot of these other teams. Uh, but statistically, I mean, he did do what we're looking for him to do at this point, at least. Uh, you know, he just made a bunch of solid long runs, uh, took advantage of what he got. And, uh, you know, he's definitely athletic enough to potentially make an impact next level. But, um, you know, I just don't love his NFL outlook, and he's going to be stuck behind Cedric Baxter, I think, for at least two years, which isn't great. And then they have Christian Clark in the same class, who I kind of like, but you have to drop down because he, uh, there's like no CFF liability there at all. Yeah. I mean, even that one play that we just saw just like, you know, a few, a few extra steps to, I think, change direction, get up field. So, you know, I, I just think he's not as shifty as quick as you might want him to be. I think he's fast in a straight line. He's got good size, but, and, you know, I think he's a fairly physical runner, but, um, you know, I'm not certain. I'm kind of with, with everybody on, on the bust potential there. So hopefully not. We root for the best for these guys. We also have to be objective and, and do what we, you know, think we're seeing. Um, all right, so now we got – who is this? McVeigh. What's his first name? I don't think I know this guy. Uh, we can actually – we can skip it. We're going to talk about it on the next show. Okay. Uh, then we have Jordan Marshall. I mean, now I'm, I'm being all – flippant because I know we're going to edit anyway, so I'm not that worried about it. Um, okay. Jordan Marshall's going to Michigan. Okay. Yeah. All right. David, going to Michigan. We have Jordan Marshall here. I think he's he's been drafted in some of our mocks and stuff. I think we, we generally seem to like him uh, as a reasonably uh, in, in interesting running back in this class. So what did he do week one? Or are we are we up or down on Jordan Marshall after one week? Uh, pretty flat for me. Um, he he had four touchdowns, 165 all-purpose yards. He he actually played with cramps, and played they played a tough opponent too, uh, Ben Davis in uh, oh, shit. Ohio. Sorry, we're gonna have to. This is a, what a disaster of a show. <laughs> I didn't even share the screen. Hold on, just back it up. I'll throw it to you, and we'll we'll do that again. All right. So Jordan Marshall heading to Michigan. We got him up here, and uh, David, how did he do for you? Are we up or down on Jordan Marshall? I know we've kind of been drafting him in the mocks and stuff, so he's definitely on our radar. Yeah, I've been I've been viewing Jordan Marshall as kind of a safe play. Um, so I'm pretty flat on him after this performance. It's kind of what I expect from him. 
they got they actually got blown out in this game. Uh, they played a pretty tough opponent, Ben Davis in Ohio. He actually plays tough competition in Ohio. Um, I think his SOS was over 40 last year. Uh, so you know, 165 total yards, four touchdowns. He he, I think he scored all their touchdowns. So uh, you know, he took care of what he had to do. All right, so Michigan's getting, you know, probably a good player. I think that you guys seem to like him more. I need to look at him a little bit closer and do my um, kind of final numbers on him. Okay, so then now we got to bring up a big dude. Everybody knows him, Dylan Riola. His first game with Buford, which is a powerhouse in Georgia. We talked about that transfer and how it was coming. I know on Twitter I saw at least one really impressive throw the arm talent is showing up and let's take a look at dylan rayola from buford with his first action here number 15 i think that's a new number for him that didn't require a lot of velocity just kind of chucked it up there i think this is the one where you know he's just like doesn't even hardly step into it just fires a rifle anticipation is you you can see anticipation on that throw accuracy on that throw and really all arm. I mean, he barely stepped into it at all. Um, so he can get away with that. We're going to probably want to see ultimately, you know, some better mechanics potentially in terms of stepping into throws and things of that nature, but he can get away with it. Uh, and there's one, there's just an absolute bomb. And that's what we fell in love with on um, his sophomore tape. He's been doing that for the, for two years. Um but it's interesting, even there, you know, he's kind of shuffling over to the left, doesn't really square up and throw it, and he can just get away with so much because of that arm talent. Here's some athleticism. little spin move there. Um, but uh, what did you guys think? I mean, I'm kind of walking us through here. We can look at the whole minute and a half because we haven't seen real tape on him in a while. Anybody have thoughts on Dylan Rayola's first game with Buford? I, I think it was decent. I mean, uh, St. Francis is a really good team. Uh, they bring the heat on defense, and he was you were pressured pretty uh, heavily all game. And his stats kind of reflect that with you know 14 out of 26, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. Nothing crazy, but uh, doing enough to get the win, and you know winning 18 to nothing uh, against a very very good team. So I, I think he came out and you know did what he needed to do. I think uh, you know not all the balls were you know. Greatly uh, had a great ball placement. I think there was a few, you know, that weren't amazing. Let's just say that. Uh, but you know, he's still my QB one in the class for now, and uh, until I see him something do something majorly bad, uh, that's not going to change. Yeah, you know, I think even watching this, and maybe I'm being hypercritical, but like, you know, I hadn't really watched him much since his sophomore stuff came out, and then he had a whole junior year, and now I'm senior, he's transferred, but like. There's there is some mechanical issues with him that he can get away with. I'm just you'd like to see a little more refinement. I mean, the tools are absolutely there, but like to say he's the no doubt QB one. I mean, it's a little shaky for me. It's a little he's been the QB one, no doubt. But um, I'm just saying I don't I don't think it's a foregone conclusion by the end of this whole process. He'll still be the QB one for me. Like some of those throws, I mean, he gets away with it, but they're like weird body angles and not in a good way almost like he puts himself in weird angles he doesn't really need to it's not like he's evading pressure or something like that so i don't know am i off base or do you think you see that too a little bit 
Uh, at times, sure, yeah. I, I just doubt, you know, Saiyan just doesn't offer the physical upside he does, so I doubt he's going to pass for me. Then the other two options, Noland is too conservative and Lagway's too raw. I mean, yeah, Lagway's raw. If we're going to say one's raw, we gotta we got to admit that Lagway's raw too. All right, so um, here we go. Natarian Tuggle, a Georgia wide receiver commit. Um, and uh, we, we kind of do like him. I know you guys have been talking about him for a little bit. I'll throw it to whoever wants to bring it up first, but um, what did he do? I was actually super impressed with this week one performance. He kind of came out, and uh, you'll see it here. He showed off his big play yak ability again. He was supposed to be going to IMG, but they uh, last minute changed their transfer rules so that uh, you can't uh, enroll early into college if you just transferred in. So he had to end up going back to play uh, Indiana ball this fall, and uh, you know, he's just coming out and dominating. He's looking, I think, a lot more refined. He looks really good out of his breaks here. Um, I think there's a ton to like with him. His yak ability is amazing. I think he can come to that Georgia room and uh, be one of the more talented guys there immediately. Yeah, I like what I'm seeing there for sure. Um, speaking of an Indiana commit or an Indiana you know, high school player, foreshadowing to next week's episode, but interesting to see a guy out of a state like that who just really is flashing some – I mean, this these clips here are impressive, just really high-level – uh, athleticism that breaks cut off there was really impressive and he's a bigger dude too still um you know moving like a guy who's 5'10 185 so um pretty impressive stuff i agree i like that okay and then last but not least isaac wilson uh zach's brother headed to so he's not going to byu he's going to utah um, I'm sure they're very excited to get to get Isaac Wilson um, on board in 2024, especially go, given what's happening with our QB room right now, heading into week one of the college football season. But uh, David, what did Isaac Wilson do? Are we excited about this guy or, you know, is he college only, you know, like his brother was who, I mean, I don't think Zach's going to do anything in the NFL at this point. Um, I'm leaning towards college only at this point. You, I mean, you know me, but uh Huge bounce yeah. back from last year because uh, they played Bishop Gorman last year and he was he had a, a, a tough time. I think it was – I don't know the stat line off the top of my head, but I think he had like six completions all game and like 60 yards or something like that and like a few turnovers. But huge bounce – they kept it in the – they were in this game for quite a while, which is really tough to do against Bishop Gorman, um, you know, the number two team in the country. They, the final score was 63-42. But, um, you know, Gorman pulled away at the end as we kind of figured what happened. But he did have uh, 369 passing yards, three touchdowns, and also had 18 carries for 65 yards and three more touchdowns. Wow. So, like, Zach Wilson is um, – he's athletic just like Zach Wilson. You know, they're, they're not like super athletes, but they can definitely move for sure. Uh, and he's got some twitch to him on his passes and stuff, so I could see him being pretty good at Utah. And yeah, I mean, they're hurting. The room is kind of weird right now, too. So very weird, very weird. I mean, Nate Johnson might end up starting that without rising. They almost have nothing else. I mean, unless they get a transfer, like I think Wilson could, you know, 
compete at least to start year year one like Rashad is doing in Arizona State. So, all right, we'll see. Um, all right, gents, that was pretty great. Nice one run through of week one. I think we got some some pretty uh, exciting things on the horizon. I, for one, am really interested now to keep tabs on Raiola. We've got fresh fresh tape to look at now. Um, and, you know, no longer relying on just kind of the two-year-old highlight film that everybody got super excited about. Um, and then Ethan Grunkmeyer, Cam Davis. Yeah, these are all really in- intriguing names, and, and we'll see that board change. The next mock will be pretty impre- uh, interesting, I think, after some of this new information. All right, guys, thanks so much. We'll see you next time here on The Official.